episode of Dead Film Society. I'm James. I'm Toby. And so essentially what this podcast is about, we'll be talking about um, movies, more so what we like about movies, and we'll also talk about uh, trailers. Yep. Oh, what else are we talking about? Film news? Uh, film news, rankings, uh, just like different categories of things like underrated, overrated films, looking at directors, films, um, giving some nice quizzes. That'll be good. Um, get some guests on the show, yeah, you know, friends yeah. of ours, and um, other things like anticipated films, and yeah. And I feel like we've both wanted to start a podcast for a while Definitely. now. Definitely, yeah. You know, one of the main inspirations for this podcast was I was actually playing NBA 2K, um, I don't know, maybe a month ago. Yeah. And one of the commentators was talking, like, cause sometimes they go off the cusp and whatnot, yeah. and he was talking about how NBA players go into media and news and all that kind of stuff and he was talking about podcasts and how the players went into podcasts and all that and i've and he said you know you can't linger on it for about six months or eight months and then because it'll just become become the past and you'll end up forgetting about it so i was like oh it it resonated with me because i'd always wanted to do a podcast and yeah Yeah. so here we are and i got you on board i asked you if you wanted to do it yep and yeah we thought why not? We love doing like we're in media together at school, yeah, and we always have film discussions and debates every day. <laughs> and uh, yes, yeah, so we sort of thought, why not make a podcast of it? Because yeah. we enjoy doing it. Well, so when did we meet? Year ten, was it? We also didn't meet in year ten, but like, well, yeah, it was a bit of we officially met. Yeah, it was a bit of a weird. It was a weird way to meet because yeah. I'd been doing drama at school for well, I don't know since year eight yeah and you'd obviously never done it yeah. well, you did it in year seven everyone had to do it in year yeah. seven but um when i first saw you walking i was like what wow what is this, what is this kid doing i, I just <laughs> i wouldn't have pictured it because yeah. i'd seen you playing footy or and whatnot i just thought oh yeah who's this kid and then i remember the first the first lesson actually we did that um little scoop thing do you remember oh yes watch? i do remember yeah, that well, classic yeah but i was like He's not bad. Uh, really? <laughs> yeah, he's not. Wow. Not bad. A bit of, bit of direction at times, but yeah. Oh, thank you. That's how we met. And, and then we just did media together after that. Yeah. So, yeah, we did media. We made a couple of short films together. Yeah. Actually. Well, you chose you chose me because <laughs> I, I'd like to say I'm alright. I'm all, yeah. alright actor in aspects. Yep. I've done a couple. Um, school plays and then I've done the short film so definitely why don't you tell everyone what the short film was actually about the short film what Oedipus yeah classic yeah okay so basically um it's about a film about a guy, normal guy for a repetitive lifestyle and, and like, where'd you get that inspiration from from nobody because the sequence is pretty much nearly identically nearly the same and then basically he gets a box delivery with Oedipus on the front cover as like a drug and he takes it he starts hallucinating, going crazy. First enjoys it, and then later, like, I don't know, he likes freaking. <laughs> he just fuck. <laughs> he starts to like going crazy, and he like feels suicidal, kind of. 
and um not kind of he does and then <laughs> it does feel so <laughs> it does feel so sad. yeah and then he goes into a bathtub and essentially it slits his wrist it's off we camera can't, we couldn't show that it still got banned yeah so it still got banned. yeah get to my point um he got banned because of drug material and self-harm material and we had to change it yeah we had to change it last second to another thing yeah. it wasn't as good called coinophobia it was alright yeah it was alright just a bit of a downgrade and like we had to for the bath scenes in Oedicus we had to make it so um we didn't want to stay in the bath because <laughs> the, the chalk and yeah we went to Target bought some chalk and some red how slime. much did that end up costing us like 15, 15 bucks, bucks. Oh, my God. <sighs> and yeah whole thing just went to a waste cause, yeah yeah and I remember everyone asking asking me after you'd shown a lot of people it was like oh how'd you hold your breath for so long yeah it's like oh because there's a shot obviously it'll come up um of me in the water after I've died yeah full of blood and whatnot and I'm just laying there still and everyone was just so amazed by it I'm just like yeah. I was holding my breath for like 15 20 yet. seconds exactly <laughs> yeah that was weird it was weird yeah. So, anyways, considering this is a podcast about our love of movies, mm. where where did your first, I guess, love start? Um, first, like real love for cinema in general was probably seeing Logan with my dad, because the character Wolverine, seeing it from like X Men to developing Logan, and um, and my my ad, it, I think that was like it may have been in a good experience because because it was so different yeah. from what the other X-Men were def- definitely just more it was just completely different the grounded more realistic time yeah, Logan yeah definitely and the violence and um I guess just the entire film together just made me realise how much I love film like what a film can do to someone yeah. and the impact it can have like, well, especially because I want to become an actor in the future as you get older you realise the what it takes to actually create a movie like behind yeah. the scenes it's just everything that goes into it like, 100% you, as as a kid you just loved movies because I don't know, I guess the story or you just loved watching them. Yeah. But then as you get older you you just appreciate it more because you know yeah, you know what it takes to make a movie. Yeah. Um, what about you? What inspired you? Um, well I used to watch uh, movies with my pop all the time, or yep. grandpa as anyone would not some people would say. But we used to go to the cinemas every weekend and watch films and I don't know, I just, cool. it just, it got repetitive for me, and I loved it, so, I guess, yeah, that's, that's what happens. Very cool. Yeah, so, um, continuing this, what do you think would be, like, your best experience in watching a movie? Like, what, like, has been an atmosphere that has just amazed you when watching a movie? Um, probably Logan again, honestly. Yeah. Like. Did you see it in cinemas? Yeah, definitely, saw yeah. my dad. Yeah. yeah. Um, just separating itself from the normal superhero formula of like PG violence and yeah. like if you've seen the movie Logan I yeah. highly recommend it if you haven't it's but a good movie it's very good things just like heads being chopped off or whatever like because a lot of films don't do it because the R rating yeah. means less box office but yeah. I think the brutality just fits that movie the dark and gritty tone of that film yeah and as you said before the realism of it is just it's beyond on, it's yeah definitely yeah. Um, well, what are my experiences? I've got a, I've got a good story behind it. Yeah. So, have you ever been to a drive-in? Uh, no, I've not. Oh, well, I've been to a, if you don't know what a drive-in is, it's where you just go in your car, you watch a movie, like, like the olden days, and 
just the whole aesthetic of the place mm. it just made it a good experience like it's yeah. just what in it it's what's in the area that just makes it special it's not only the movie that you watch it's but what surrounding it definitely so it's called it was called the Dramana Drive-In if I'm correct that's what it was called and just straight away the entrance had a massive Star Wars like fighter pilot on there yep and it just looked sick like as a kid like you'd think like pretty cool yeah definitely. and we'd go in where you'd get the food and all that stuff and it would it just had an array of like all these old foods like hot dogs dipping dots I don't know if you want that if you uh, don't know what they are <laughs> they're um <laughs> they are like frozen little frozen balls of ice cream yeah have you ever had dipping dots no oh. they're pretty good I loved them yeah and like statues of Freddy Krueger Jason Voorhees just that vintage vibe yeah I loved it vibe <laughs> <laughs> so okay now we'll start with the, the story so we go in buy the tickets all that stuff we go to park and you plug up the radio to watch the movie and we all decided to sit in the boot. I went with my pop and my two cousins and my sister. So it was five of us. Just imagine that. Five of yep. us in one boot. Okay. Imagine. Just a little boot. It wasn't mm. it wasn't massive or anything. We took a couple of pillows, um, a blanket. Yeah. And it honestly took about twenty minutes to get my pop in the car. <laughs> <laughs> and he's a large man. It was yeah. it was hard for him to move around. Yeah. I don't know how old he was at the time, maybe he would have been seventy. At least. <laughs> and this man stops at nothing to watch a movie, I tell you. Mm. Um and just by the position he was in the whole time, he was not comfortable at all. And he was groaning and all that stuff. And he, he was if if I can paint a picture for it, he just think of <laughs> think of a worm. Think of a worm that's maybe being dissected and sort of squirming around trying to get comfortable for its death mm. just just, <laughs> just picture that yeah and that was him yeah and his head was like it wasn't supportive it was like it, it looked like it looked like he was gone like yeah. I thought <laughs> and all of us kids like just kneeling like just laying on our stomachs like our, our backs are arched really really nicely good mm. support um and yeah, we all had our feet in his face and I don't even think he could see the movie because he, yeah, well, looking back on it, it was pretty selfish, but we were kids. We didn't know mm, any better, but yeah, for the people that have heard that story. Your Google Home isn't set up yet. To get started, download the Google Home app on a phone or tablet. Google, okay, Google. lovely. Thanks, Google, for that one. <laughs> so that's, that's my... Uh, that's my experience. It was a good one. It was funny. It, uh, it'll always remain a good memory of mine. <laughs> yep, so, yeah. Definitely. And so for us to give you guys a picture of yeah what we like, we'll go through our top 10. And whenever a guest comes on, we'll tell them to give us their top three. So we just have a picture of, I guess, what they're like and what, I don't know, I guess what kind of... Mm. boundaries we can go to and what they'd know yep. because I don't know I guess I'd like to say that I'm yeah, I pretty good at I think both of us pretty high yeah. film knowledge yeah. people yeah definitely okay so we'll start with our we'll yeah. start with uh, we'll go you one. go to number 10 first yep. because I'm a little bit stuck with this 
So you yeah. do your number 10. It might might be the same. I don't know. Okay, I said number 10. I said me and Elle and the dying girl. This is underrated movie. A good indie film. Yeah. Uh, pretty brilliant soundtrack. If you haven't he- if you haven't heard of it, um, it's just about it's like a book originally. It's about a girl with cancer and essentially just Greg, the ma- the protagonist, just like hangs out with her for like her last like I don't know a few months before she before something happens at the end and then um <laughs> no spoilers and um yeah it's like it's the vibe of it the aesthetic the director himself and yeah it's a good indie film if you haven't seen it I highly recommend it yeah um my number 10 is American Psycho on my top 100 I, we've, we've both got a list yeah. of our favourite movies and mine's not really in order so it may change yeah but American Psycho is is 10 because I don't know I just appreciate Christian Bale's like he's just the Over way the way he yeah. the way he goes about his acting roles I don't think it's it's quite unlike anyone else just the way he prepares for roles yeah I guess that's what what I love about the movie and it's just believable as a if mm. a character makes you feel some kind of way then it's a good movie because I watched um Gone Girl last night yes and we've talked about this and I said I di- I hated what's her name uh Roseman Pike yeah what's what's the character's name uh, Amy 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 I said I hated Amy but it was a great movie and for that reason mm. because of the acting and the acting has to take you to that that yeah fantasy world of the the movie and yeah it's just the way the movie goes it's just incredible I yeah, love it mind bending yeah like yeah and yeah yeah um go to my, my number nine spot I have the Truman Show I think just the whole idea of this is kind of genius the idea of being like living a fake life and how the camera the entire film this genius um Peter Weir how the cameras in the film are only cameras that are used in the TV show yeah genius idea and Jim Carrey's acting from being a comedian to being actual actual actor like, man, crushed it. I like how comedy. I like how comedy actors um, yeah. turn into that kind of serious role. Because, because yeah. like you think about it, you you only see comedy actors in comedy films, and in comedy films, they kind of act in the same way. Mm. If you know what I mean, I'll give you an example. Adam Sandler, Uncut. I was thinking of Will Ferrell. Fair enough. What's Will Ferrell? Wait, he's in a new movie with um, Paul Rudd called The Shrink Next Door, and it's on Apple, Apple TV. I saw the trailer for it last night, and it looked good. But we could also talk about Adam Sandler and his role in Uncut Gems, because just the transition of comedy to, I guess, drama, in a way. It just shows you, although you think, oh, he's got no range, because he's he's in every comedy movie ever. Yeah, shows the talent. Yeah, exactly. And then you eat your own words, because... You've just seen this drastic change in yeah. acting style, and yeah. Yeah, I guess just being about typecasted, like yeah. what the general reception is, like. Yeah. Um. So Truman Show is my number nine spot. Well deserved. So what was your? Wait, no, what's, oh, Truman Show is your number nine. Yeah. Okay, so what was yours? This is my first ever movie I purchased as a little little child. Really. Finding Nemo. 
And I guess Finding Brilliant. Nemo is a classic. It is. I classic. guess anyone, if you haven't seen Finding Nemo, everyone's everyone's seen everyone's seen Finding yeah. Nemo. You got to see Finding Nemo, otherwise, like, what are you doing? Yeah. But I don't know. I remember when I watched it first as a kid. Uh, do you know how someone dies at the start? Mm-hmm. The mum. What's her name? Coral? I have no idea. I think it's Coral. Comments correct me if I'm wrong. But mm. um, when she gets attacked by the Barracuda, that's mm-hmm. the fish I'm pretty sure, I always said to my mum, oh, mum, where's the, where's the fish gone? Because I was a little ignorant little child. And she's like, oh... She's just gone shopping with uh, the Barracuda. She'll be back anytime soon. And that lie, <laughs> that lie stuck for about four years. Jeez. I genuinely thought, <laughs> and this is a little kid asking his mum questions about, yeah. oh, where's she gone? And I don't know, I guess, yeah, looking back on it, I feel like she betrayed me. Hmm. But I, I don't know, it's just so... <laughs> I don't yeah. know, I don't want to sound cringe or anything, but the, the film's just wholesome in a way, like... Yeah, it is. I guess it's just a father trying to find his son, and then the the efforts he goes to, and I don't know, it's just... Yeah. Just, there's so much going on in the film. Mm. It's like... It's kind of like... It kind of reminds me of Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. How's that? <laughs> I make a lot of weird comparisons, but... Very weird. Just the way it happens. There's so many events. Yeah. There's, like, heaps of events. Like, you've got, in Finding Nemo, you've got the sharks... Yep. The jellyfish. Mm-hmm. And then what else you got? <laughs> what else is in there? Uh, there's there's a, there's other events, but it's like... I'm not saying it's like the Goblet of Fire. I'm saying it's got the same sort of activity going on. There's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of things happening. Interesting. And I guess that's what I like about it. Mm. Yeah, there's, okay. a lot, there's a lot happening and I like it. Yep, well deserved. Okay. At our number eight spot for my list, I have Forrest Gump. Pretty obvious... Obviously deserves to be in a top 10 film list. Um, It's a movie that you can pretty much just like watch whenever. If you've seen it a million times, it still never gets old. Um, Tom Hanks. There's so much great ideas in it. Music's great. Like just everything. So much iconic quotes as well. Chocolate, you know. (laughs) Chocolate. My life life is like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. The accent. It's like... Don't I'm, do not, it. I'm not gonna do don't it. Don't do it, please don't. Oh, and um, yeah, entertaining movie. And um, even though he's like Forrest Gump's an idiot, you still <laughs> you still relate to him. Um, you enjoy you enjoy being with him. And um, yeah, it's a terrific film. I guess it's about it's it's in a movie. It's all about a journey that makes you love a character. Yeah, the journey they've gone through, and it makes you I don't know empathize with them. Yeah, and that's why you can create a likeness from a movie because you can not relate but you can kind of see where it's going and how it makes them feel because I guess in any movie before actors start filming or start acting you obviously read a script and then that script has to take you to a place of emotion I guess and that's for the actor and an audience and if you write a good script then I guess, yeah, it's yeah. it's all over. Yeah, but in a good way. Mm. So yeah, what's in my number what eight? What is your number eight? Um, Silence of the Lambs. Silence of the Lambs. Silence of the Lambs. Yep. It's actually one of my mum's favourites. Yep. Um, we talk about this film a lot. 
Jodie Foster won an Oscar for it yep. in well the year it came out 1991 1993 1991 yeah oh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> 1991 it came out and but obviously Anthony Hopkins so oh yeah Anthony Hopkins although his role wasn't too is big, that the best made... best psychopath character of all time best like betraying oh, performance I guess it's subjective like, yeah definitely him in between them and like um. No country forward men, dude. Yeah. Javier Javi Bardem. Yeah. He legit was born to play that role. He would freaking... His performance... When he's just speaking to her in the room, when they're like across from each other. Even just the... masterpiece worthy. The um, improvisation of the... Yes. There's a lot of improvised moments in movies that just make it. Definitely. Make it so much more better. Yeah. And just the way... I don't know. Although it's a... It's not really... It's not too scary for a horror film, but I guess mm. when you first see it, and you know how the end... If you haven't seen it, I don't even care. We're spoiling You've it. You've had, like, 25 years to watch it, Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. Um, so, you know how she's um, in the house mm. in uh, Buffalo... Buffalo Bill. Yeah, Buffalo Bill, yeah. his house, and he cuts off the lights? Yep. That's... Just that scene, it gives me shivers, because yep. if you're in that situation... And with the lights off, he knows his way around. She doesn't. Mm-hmm. And although she's trained, she's still... Mm-hmm. Yeah. She didn't breathe. Exactly. Yeah. It's just... Scary scenario. It's a good, It's just a good movie. Like, it's a good movie. You, you don't have to say about a lot of things because if it's yeah. just a good movie, it's a good movie and you like it. Yeah. Extremely well acted. Yeah. And uh, well-deserved. Yeah. Eight spot. Okay. Number seven. I have Fight Club. Fight Club, very good movie. If you don't, I won't spoil it. If you haven't seen Fight Club, it's probably got the best. Well, it came out in nineteen ninety nine. I don't want to spoil it because if they haven't oh, seen the plot twisted. Twenty two years. The plot twisted. Do I want to spoil the plot twist? Mm. I don't because if you haven't seen it, the plot twist is it's a it's a mind. It's pretty. It's pretty good. And like, if you rewatch this film, you'll know what I'm talking about. If you've seen it, you'll see like little hints mm. of when of the plot twist, and um. It's very subtle, but rewatching it, we watched it like a couple months. Well, when ago. he has that moment of revelation, yeah. well, it obviously comes together. It all comes together like a puzzle. But if you yeah semi smart, you yeah. can spot it out. Apart from the process as well, it's got great music. David Fincher, yeah, an awesome, di- awesome director. Uh, Ed Norton, Brad Pitt, killer, as per usual, and um, yeah, the whole I- the story of it, pretty genius. And um, I highly recommend watching it. And I won't spoil it. Yeah. What's yeah. that? Your number seven spot? Uh, my number seven, it's not The Shining. I've got... Yeah. It's all mixed up. Yeah. But mine's actually Catch Me If You Can. It's at number 12. Yes, I have that my number six spot. Number six. I'm, yes. So number seven, I've got Catch Me If You Can. Leonardo DiCaprio, Tom Hanks. Um, I remember watching this with my mum as well. Like, when I was younger. I watched a lot of, like, weird movies when I was younger. But I don't know. It's just it's just the way that the story is told. Yeah. I like I like movies that give you a little hint of the end at the start, mm. like Inception, or because oh, yeah. you know how yeah. he's in the he's in the the jail cell. The jail cell, long yeah. hair and whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like those kind of movies, and it gives you a obviously it just tells you a story, and that's what any movie does. But mm. it's very well acted. Very well acted, and um, the story itself very interesting. Of Frank. Frank, Frank Abagnale, Abagnale. Yeah. that whole thing, how he gets away with it, 
It's just it's yeah. just such a smart movie. Smart movie. It's a smart movie. Um, yeah. Uh, you know Frank Abagnale Jr. Like, he's like still like popular popular celebrity now. Like, yeah. Promoting books and making them. <laughs> like Jordan Belfort or something. Yeah, like that. something like that. Oh, yeah. Well, smart. It's man. just very smart well movie. acted. Very well acted. Smart. And one of Spielberg's underrated films. Yeah, definitely. Of course, of course. Deserves deserve so much more recognition. Yeah. Okay, so um. My number six spot was Catch Me If You Can, so I guess I'll just go to your six spot then. Okay, so my <laughs> sixth is The Dark Knight. Yes. And it's not my number one because it's, I don't know, I'm just a weirdo. It'd be a lot of people's number ones, I'd assume. Yes. Just acting as well. Also, it has Christian Bale, and he's also in my number 10th spot. Mm-hmm. What did I say? American Psycho. American Psycho, yes. Yeah. Oh, sorry. It's all right. Um, Christian Bale, Heath Ledger, and Heath Ledger stole the show. Yep, Heath Ledger. That's the reason why. He stole the show. And did you know... What? What? The, what? Did you know for his role, he actually... I don't know if this is true, but I'm pretty sure it's true. He actually locked himself in a hotel room for 30 days. Yep. Just to, you know, bend his brain a little bit. Hmm. And then... Yeah, he went from there and he just... I did not know that. You didn't know that? No, I did not know that. <laughs> well, now you do. Yeah. But... And the film just, just rolls. It just, like, keeps on going, yeah. like, no matter what. Like, it doesn't have any, like, some, bad scenes. Some people may think it's too long, mm. but yeah. it kind of pushes itself a little bit, but... Just a, a super, like, re- Christopher Nolan reinventing the superhero genre, like, keeping it realistic... Like, Dark. like a joker in that film a joker could happen generally like a terrorist like that yeah. blowing up buildings that's something that could happen in like a real world yeah. that's the best thing I like about it just the scenes between the joker and batman though yes especially the interrogation scene. in the interrogation scene yes yeah. it's just so it, it actually says a lot I'm not kidding that, oh it says a lot about society but like, <laughs> like do you know he's like oh he says, oh, you're an outcast like me and they'll turn on you if you do the wrong thing. Yeah. I don't know. It just resonated me with me in a way because, I don't know, just everyone's different. you got to accept people for their differences. And although sure. although he's a psychopath, mm-hmm. you kind of... A little, yeah, bit of, yeah. little bit of feeling for him. You have so much feeling. You like rooting for him. That's, that's Heath Ledger's performance. Mm-hmm. Like, but it was just so think, sad. Things like him, like not caring about money. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's the type of villain you Some want. Some people just want to watch the Lord burn. Yeah. That's what that's what a good actor does. But when he passed though, and he won best the supporting actor. best supporting actor, a lot of people said it was because he died. Yeah, that's what my mom thinks. It's just no, not true. That is not really, true at all. If you think that. Yeah. Yeah. Number five spot. So your number five. Yeah, my number five spot. I have the Matrix. Um, probably the most like technical, like wise at the time, like most impactful at the time. Obviously the yeah, nineteen ninety nine three sixty shot. Yeah, how that impacted the genre of action and thriller films, you know. And um, it's just a pretty genius idea by uh, the Wachowski sisters slash brothers, and um. Yeah, even though Keanu Reeves, like, he may not get, like, he's hated, not, he's not hated for, like, his acting performances. If you watch movies like Knock Knock, 
Knock, knock. Oh, knock, knock. He just kind of fits the role of Neo. Uh, Lawrence Sishwam. Have you seen Knock, knock? Yeah. It's actually his acting in that. (laughs) When he's like, when he's buried. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's not the best. Oh, no. Yeah, Matrix is very good. Games yeah. guys haven't seen it. Yeah, highly no. recommend yeah. watching it. So yeah. my fifth, it's a Jordan Peele movie, Get Out. Yep. Get Out. What is it? It it was in my top three, but then I changed it mm. because I saw a different movie and I liked that better. But considering Jordan, if any of you know who Jordan Peele is, he has a thing with he has a thing like a channel called Keen Peele. Yeah. What's um, Key's first name. Uh, Keegan Michael Key. So. Yeah, so he, Jordan Peele and him, they do like skits together, comedy skits. And for him to come out with like a horror movie, he's also done Us. Yes, right there. Right there. And we'll go into that into another. Yep. I think we, we might do a ranking of horror movies or thriller. Yep. But for him to come out with a movie like that or movies like that, it just shows... Like it's like him, him showing a comedy actor's range. It's yeah, like so showing. We spoke about before. Yeah. Com- comedians like yeah, transitioning exactly. to more serious exactly. stuff. And that's that's how it gains yeah. so much popularity because people don't expect it, and that's how they're intrigued because, yeah, they just don't expect it and they want to see what what it's actually like, and that transition. So, and if it is good, which it was, mm-hmm. both of them have been. Yeah. And it, it, it can become very successful because a lot of people gain attention from it. Yeah. So, yeah. And the just the storyline itself is good. Yeah. Yeah. It's just... It's just good. It is. It's a bit eerie. Yeah. Mm. Just like the scenes where um, one of the maids is running towards him. Oh, no, not freaky. the maids. One of the, the dude. The dude. Yeah. <laughs> running towards him. Oh, just... Just the, oh, it's just so tense. Mm-hmm. And the girl, the girlfriend. Oh, I don't know the actress' name. Yeah. But she's terrifying. Like the scene where she's eating Fruit Loops. Eating Fruit Loops. Music. Yes. While he's just like going ham on all the other family members. Yeah. And she's just, I'm sure we've had a clip of it somewhere, but mm. it's just she's a creepy looking thing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Number four spot. Yep. I have The Departed. Now, I still need to watch this movie. Wow. So don't fun. don't spoil it or anything. I've seen a lot of stuff on social media about it, just the ending of um, it. But I've tried to skip past it. Be gone. Uh, the entire idea of the script is genius. The idea of having an undercover co- a cop in the mafia. Yep. And the dude, like, in the same situation, being someone in the mafia, but he's a cop. Like, yeah. And those, like, what's his name, um, DiCaprio yeah. Matt Damon. and Matt Damon, uh, that conflict. Yeah. Uh, well directed by Scorsese, Jack Nicholson. Yeah. Obviously, always the best. Good cast. It's, all, it, it's yeah. a good cast. Uh, the music, um, well-paced movie, and um, I highly recommend watching it. Yeah, I've seen it. Like, yeah, no, I'll, I'll, I'll watch it. I'll have to watch it. Come on, dude. So, so in my fourth, I have Fantastic Mr. Fox. And this this is purely because we did a lot of study of Wes Anderson, and it made me appreciate his work a lot more, mm-hmm. just because we learned about it and whatnot. 
and I'd watch it again because we did an assignment on it and I just I just didn't realise how good it actually was and the, the time it would have taken to actually make this movie because it's a stop motion film and every single movement mm-hmm. is different and yeah. it has to be stop change stop change stop change yeah. just because of that continuous change the effort that would have been put into that movie is phenomenal mm-hmm. and just to think about how long that would have taken is crazy to me yeah it's legit. But it, and it's actually a really good movie it's funny as it's, well. it's such a good movie there's so many like iconic quotes yeah. I reckon <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> Uh, yeah. Oh. Um, got number three as well? Yeah. Oh, yeah, number three. Okay, so my number three... Oh, yeah, I won't spoil your list, but... Um, my number three is Whiplash. Obviously, the main reason why is Damien Chazelle and that dude, J.K. Simmons. Um... No Miles Teller? And I... He's alright. <laughs> he's alright. He's, he's mediocre. Oh. He, does, he does the job. But, um... Whiplash is like the the character of Fletcher. His insults, brilliant insults. I, I, like that's why I rewatch that movie all the time. It's purely because of J.K. Simmons, and, mm. and his he he was born to play that. Did you know that Whiplash was actually a short film before it was a feature yes, film? I didn't know that. Yeah, yes. yeah. And I thought that was cool to look at. Yeah, no. I saw the comparison between the two. Yeah, completely different, but. Obviously, yeah. the feature film would have been better. I've never seen the short film. I just saw like a little clip from it, <laughs> and it just looked sick. I, I didn't know that. So, and just like the drawing scenes, like a normal director would probably just like go bland, or like, maybe just cut it. Yeah, just like the creative camera angles of Damon Chazelle. That's what makes all. Just makes the intensity of the camera angles as well. It shows everything. Mm-hmm. So, like, especially in the last drum solo where Andrew plays his heart out after coming back from such a downfall and then coming back to play and then being told to piss off your shit. And then he just goes absolutely bongs bongs on the drum set. (laughs) And And just to show like, I'll explain it when I talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just, just and movies about actors like not actors, like characters perfecting their craft. Yeah. Like that type of film. Drumming. It just works out great. And dramas as well. I've come to love just drama films in general. Yeah. Best genre in my opinion yeah. as well. It's such a good genre. Yeah. Okay. You just appreciate it more, but let's continue. Do a number three as well. Okay. So this has been controversial on many levels. Yes, it has. Controversial is in no one else really likes the film. Mm, just, I don't mind it, but like, it's not a top 10 of all time. Well, I was watching with my dad to give a bit of comparison to what you think. Don't watch this movie, your parents, it's a bad idea. Yeah, I wouldn't I recommend, recommend watching it. Watch it by yourself, it's on Stan. Yeah. This is not sponsored as well. But, um... Title of the film. Little Children. Yes. It's a drama, romance, and, here look, I'll just read... It entails everything, pretty much. The lives of two lovelorn spouses from separate marriages, a registered sex offender, and a disgraced ex-police officer intersect as they struggle to resist their vulnerabilities and temptations in suburban Massachusetts. The thing I like about it, it's just... It shows... 
there's been films where it just doesn't show one protagonist or two protagonists. It has many protagonists. It shows the stories and lives of many different people, which is what I like about it. And as said in the spiel, their vulnerabilities. And yeah. every single character in that film has a vulnerability. And just to showcase that, mm. Todd Field's done a great job. Did Todd Field strike? Oh. Todd Field. Oh. Yeah. And my dad said that it was probably in his top 500 and it's in my top three yeah um definitely has some disturbing scenes well i told you to watch it i i, yeah. I watched it and i called you yes you did and i said i've never felt that way about the ending of a movie ever in my life yeah i don't know what it was it was just it all came together yeah i guess so uh I uh, the scenes of like him heading up hanging out with the skater dudes at the end oh uh, that pi- that pissed me off because they were going to run away together, man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no one's yeah. going to watch it. Yeah, no one's, no one's going to watch it. Yeah. No one's going to watch enough. it. I don't care. Okay. Number two spot. I have the perks of being a wallflower. Um, probably the best teenage movie ever. Like, what it's like. <laughs> That's very subjective. Yes. But I, I agree. It's very good. Um, obviously, Emma Watson, Logan Lerman, and Ezra Miller. The chemistry between them. In um, the music, it's just. I guess in a way, it does. It does still show those vulnerabilities as well. Yeah, sure. Because the what's Ezra's name in the uh, movie? Charlie, Sam, and can't remember. It's <laughs> your <laughs> top turn, You don't even know the characters. Patrick. Oh, Patrick. Patrick. Yeah. Is Patrick the protagonist? No. No. Logan no. Lerman is. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Charlie. Sorry, sorry. Um. Yeah, because Patrick being gay. First time, yeah. First time, <laughs> Sorry, watching, about it. First time watching that movie, um, generally life changer film. It probably could be my number one spot if it wasn't for this other movie. But um, it every time I watch it, like not just because of, like it's like it doesn't go to that normal teenage formula of a romance or it's not predictable. It feels real. These characters feel real. And um And as said before the the acting and script take yep. you there and and directing it's all just it's perfect what it needs to be. Yeah. And it's my type of film. It's subjective, but yeah. But yeah. You like a lot of those up and coming sort of Yeah. Growth. Uh, what are they called again? Age Coming of Age. Coming of Age. Coming of Age. Yes, because we can relate to it as yes. teenagers. Yeah. I don't know if many people would have seen this one either. Um have you seen it? No. Yeah. <laughs> yes, don't give it up. On Netflix, I'm sure most people have seen it. Yeah, it's on Netflix. Netflix original. Netflix original. Yeah. It's Marriage Story with Adam Driver and Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett Johansson won a um, Oscar for Did she? Best Supporting Actress. No, no Laura Academy Dern Award. Won. Sorry, Academy Award. No, Laura Dern won Best Supporting Actress. Dude. Was it? Yeah. Oh did. yeah, she did too. My bad. Sorry. She wasn't even that good, but she still. Won yeah, it. I hated her. <laughs> But I guess that what makes it, that's what makes a character good. Yeah. If you feel some way about them, they, they want you to feel, then they've done their job. Yeah. That's simple. And I don't know, it's just, there's something about this film, it's kind of got the same, it's got the same vibe, not vibe, maybe aesthetic as, as Perks of Being a Wallflower. There's a lot yeah, of sure. still shots. Yeah. There's a lot of 
because there's a lot yeah, of that long that monologue to her therapist yeah, ever, yeah. that months. that was a long long yeah. monologue and it was very well acted yes i respect films of those long takes yeah. Because a lot of people think they're boring, but if, if you actually listen to what's yeah. being said and just appreciate the acting behind it, then yeah, and also it's not boring at all. How it relates to Perks being Wallflower, it's realistic. Yeah, it's, it's extremely, it's extremely yeah. realistic. Like, divorces aren't easy, and uh, I think it's definitely the best depiction of one. Yeah. And for the kid as well, the kid was actually a very good actor. Mm. To show his um, ignorance, in a way, yeah. to the whole parents being divorced oh I know he's young yeah but as a young kid being able to act very good mm-hmm. then I don't know I guess it's done it's job yeah he's done his job yeah and there's one scene in it fight scene the fight scene yes where it just all comes out the whole film I guess they're sort of on terms with everything in a way yeah but then it all falls apart in just one scene and this one scene you need to watch it it'll be on YouTube somewhere just go on Netflix and watch the whole thing but yeah. this the scene I don't know many many people may not like it or just not appreciate it but the way that those two characters collapse and just talk shit to each other basically uh, yeah. it all falls apart for them mm-hmm. and after all all this time of being nice to each other and cooperative it just yeah manages to tear because like they have like the what they uh, they told the lawyers like, yeah, the things yeah. they did so well, at the start the, at yeah. the start um, they both say oh I don't want to hurt them in any way or I don't want to do anything to go against them well not go against them but just sort of demonise them in a way yeah and then they both figure out what's happened and then they yeah. end up fighting about it and it's just a good scene it is it's just all that raw emotion Adam, and still showing Adam realism. Driver and Scarlett Johansson just they work well together you can tell they're brilliant actors and yeah. um well Adam Driver is my favourite actor yes Adam Driver is his favourite actor I do talk about it a lot a lot a lot actually yes a lot yeah because the number one spots um so do you want to go first or? well, well both, both these films have already been mentioned yeah they have yeah so my number one I have The Dark Knight my number one Whiplash yeah guess we've said it before but you you talk about what you like about it because i've said my part on the dark knight so you say what you like um just mainly keith ledger like a villain like that he stole the show yes and christopher nolan as well like pretty much every nolan film like even though like tenant i've got it right there like even though (laughs) i didn't like the movie itself like, I just had no idea what was happening. There was a lot of hype around it. But yeah, even I though I tried rewatching it, trying to understand it, you just respect, because you know what you're going to get with Nolan. You're going to get great cinematography, some big, big set. Good, or- good orchestral music. Yes, like Hans Zimmer type of yeah. stuff. Um, and, yeah, he does that, and it works perfectly for The Dark Knight. Mm. Like, his, um, the fight scenes, like, even though it's like it's a Batman it's, and it's realistic fight scenes yeah. it's nothing yeah, it's a Batman crazy. it's a superhero film and they're still realistic that's what Christopher Nolan and does. I guess it shows Batman as a real person because you know yeah. he doesn't really have a super he doesn't have a power yeah he's human dude. he's yeah. human and and it's just realistic yeah as you said before or as we both said yeah when I previously stated so Whiplash yes Whiplash what do you like about? I said what I said. Well, I agree with you. Yeah. But there's a certain scene at the end 
where they just have this genuine hate. Both the characters, Fletcher and Andrew Neiman, they just have a genuine hate for one another. And when he tells him, he says, you know what, um, he gets kicked out of Schaefer. Mm. And then he comes back, he sees him in a bar, and Fletcher says to him, oh, you know what, I'm having a um, another competition. That's fair no, no, no. But this is sort of coming up to it. He talks about... He, he got kicked out of Schaefer after people found out his methods of teaching. Yeah. And his insults and whatnot. And he tells him to come back. We're doing a competition. This is on my own accord. Nothing to do with the Schaefer. And he absolutely rattles him when he's there. Because he plays... He's like, oh, yeah, we're doing this, we're doing this, we're doing this. But then he just does a completely different thing. Oh, yeah. Because you know how he... He starts drumming randomly, and then he just wa- Andrew walks off. Fletcher's like, "Oh yeah, I got this kid," mm. and then he's like, "Oh, I'm not giving up. I'm gonna come back. I'm gonna interrupt him, and I'm gonna do my own thing." Yeah. What was it called? Caravan. Oh, I remember the name of the song. Yeah, Caravan. <laughs> I think that's how you pronounce it. Yeah. And he did his own thing, and he got everyone involved, and then. The switch in Fletcher's mind happens. He's like, he's interrupted me. What am I, I can't really do anything about it. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm going to lose. So I'm just going to go with it. Yeah. So we just finished our top 10. Yep. Um, so mine was Whiplash. Uh, Dark Knight. Dark Knight. Um, so that's going to wrap it up for the first episode. Yep. And that was just to give you a bit of insight of what we're like, what we, um, what movies we like. Yeah, this um, is like we have a dip, whole bunch of different things usually. Like this is just get to know us. Yeah. Who you host are. We have a variety of different podcast topics we came up with and film topics. Yeah. So as I said before, we got trailers. You know, film news, rankings, underrated and overrated films, quizzes, and we'll also yes. have a few guests. Quizzes will be awesome. Once in a while. So yeah. um, follow us on Instagram. Instagram, YouTube, subscribe in there. We'll have Spotify soon. Spotify soon. And our podcast. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's been the Dead Film Society podcast. And we'll also, oh yeah, we'll also have a guest, by the way. And, um, yeah. Yeah. We'll be uploading every week. So. Every week. Yeah. Catch ya. Catch ya. I hope you enjoy.